morning. Um, so we're at the top of Sadi Zayin on Um Continuing with the, the, uh, the Agadita here. Um, we were discussing last week what exact, who was the Makoshesh, who is the identi- what is the identity of the Makoshesh, and, well, what did the Makoshesh do wrong? We saw different opinions about what the Makoshesh, what he was guilty of. Was it uh, carrying Daladamas Barisha Sarabim? Was it the act of Ma'ameh gathering together? Was it the act of Tadesh detaching from the ground? Three different shitters there. And then the Gemara discussed, it, discussed who the Makoshish was. Rabbi Akiva said it, it was Tzalofchot, to which Rabbi Yudav and Maseira said, how can you do that? The Torah covers up his identity and you reveal it. So we discussed last week, because if you have Xerah Shavuot, is that being Megalit? So to that, the Gemara said, yeah, but Rabbi Yudav and Maseira didn't learn the Xerah Shavuot, to which we, the question was, but if Rabbi Akiva did learn the Xerah Shavuot, what was he doing wrong? So we gave these sort of Perhaps Hashkafic sort of answer, because the Rishonim definitely done him as a Gazeera Shava, that from his point of view, he has such a monos chacham, that from his point of view, Rabbi Akiva was, was uh, how could you do such a thing? Rabbi Akiva did it with Shevach and Lukanai, which is where we reached last time. That was one opinion, yeah, that was one approach, yeah. Then to explain why the Torah would hide that. Oh, no, that, that was, the, yeah. There's Hashem today, I'm going to try, I'm going to offer. I, I know for your, for your sort of, I don't know if Dr. Pryor would like me going into this or whatever, but uh, once we get to the end of the Gemara, Maharaj through all of this, explain this idea of covering it up. That, that, that was one, why did the Torah cover it up? Right? There's, a, there's a machshava, I think, here. It's not, it's not kabbalah, okay? It's machshava, um, which based on, there's Shem something from the Maharal, I want to, I want to use one you said the Maharal to answer, explain the whole Gemara. I've got another uh, great question, which is, the Torah's not a history book, it doesn't record every single... Uh, details, they could, the Torah could have much more easily covered it up if it wanted to. Yeah, so last week we explained why it could be the Torah initially didn't say a thing, uh, say anything, and then from Rebekah's later on it's alluded to, to it because there could have been some, some Torahs in it. Okay, so we spoke about last week the, the possible Mahalkam in this. Fine. The Gemara now continues on and says, okay, so according to Rabbi Yudam and Maseira, so what did Salafchot actually do wrong then? Why did he die? Right? Why did he die? So we took, take a look at the top of Sadi Zayin Medadav. Right? Second line down. So, literally, from where was he? What, what did he do? Uh, what did he do wrong? You know what? Let's, let's move these up. Let's move these yeah. up. No one sits this side. Just be careful with your stuff. Just hold it a second. That way down, crashing into the door. Right. So, um, so the Gemara just wants to know. So, according to Rabbi Yehuda Menasera, so what did he do wrong? Right? Meichav, from where was he? So the Gemara answers, Midaya Pilu Haba. He was from the parish of the Mapilim. The Mapilim were those who, against Moshe Rabbeinu's instructions, his advice, his uh, what he th- they decided after the Chet, when the Maragim came back, the Maragim gave the evil report. So the people had that fateful on that fateful night. They cried. The next morning they said, "That's it. We're going." Moshe said, "No, too late. You can't just you've fallen. You've got to wait now. Hashem is not in your midst. Ki Hashem don't do it. I'm telling you, you're going to get smitten by the Amalekim, the Kananim. And they went. That's the Mapilim. They 
pushed to go when they weren't supposed to. Now, according to that, because you may ask, well then, excuse me, you're not doing much better. You're telling, us, telling me what Salah did? The Torah doesn't tell us what Salah did. So Rashi answers that. If you think of Rashi, Rashi says... Ve'elo, second line down, ve'elo le Rabbi Yehuda. So, according to Rabbi Yehuda, me'ichan habo, meaning be'ezer chet meis, for, for what sin did he die? Dichsim, because it writes, ki ve'chet o'i meis, that he died by his sin. So we see me'vayapilu. Meaning, vayapilu la'alus v'goyme, and they pressed to go up, etc. Shilahirshiakol kach kechilol Shabbos. He wasn't so wicked, it wasn't so wicked like chilol Shabbos. In other words, apparently this isn't something that we particularly have to cover up. We may well explain the reason being, because again, in the same way that Rabbi Akiva, the Mahalik we gave last week from the Benishchai, the Pene Yeshua, was his kavana was L'Shem Shamayim. The Mahapidim were also. The problem was they ignored what Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu said. I know your kavana is L'Shem Shamayim. You've got to, you've, you've, you know, they said, we've sinned. But you can't necessarily just jump. They had such a drive to get close to our Kodesh Baruch Hu, but sometimes that drive is not the correct approach. In, in the instances where we know that went wrong, for example, when the ego, so the, the, kind of some of the Kavanah was right, which was the intermediary, they wanted to be close to Shem. Um, again, with the um, two children of Aaron. That's another example I was thinking of just now, yeah. Right. So again, to, to bring Kataris as uh, somebody who actually did the right thing, they just hadn't been commanded, that was the problem. Correct. So they're actually over something from the Torah. Which it's an Avera, it's an Avera, absolutely. This is before Matan Torah, and all they're saying is that, you know, we want to go out, they're not being over anything. Correct, but... So why should the, that half of tribe, of the family, or whoever it was, be... No, 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 not, not, not the, not, not from Mitzrayim. The Marpinim are those who wanted to go up to, uh, to, to Eretz Yisrael. After the Chet and the Miraglim. Oh. It says, they wanted sorry, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. yeah? Got the history wrong, sorry. Yes, no, it's, it's, it's similar, so this, this was Moshe Rabbeinu said to them, don't. And they did it. They have honest, you can say we're, we're completely ashamed of Shemayim, but the problem is, why was it a Chet? Moshe Rabbeinu didn't listen to Moshe. Yeah. In every generation you have people acting shame shaman, but they're not listening to their leaders. <laughs> I wouldn't say every generation you've got people acting a shame shaman, sometimes the shame atzman, but yes, but in the, in the dirt day, oh, they were. They were. I mean, that's the way, as he said, quite correctly, the Egel is explained by many as it was uh, along those lines. They had pure kavanas. I'm not saying the Erev Ra, but a lot of the people, right, they had, we're talking about the dirt day, and that's why we like to explain these things as you know, we're going to see the next class one is going to be with Miriam. With all the, with all the, and this was Miriam was, was, was an, a, a, a very, very scary one. We're going to see in a second, right? Miriam, with all the, with all the justifications and at their Madriga, it doesn't mean everyone would be held accountable, but at their Madriga, it was, it was a time. You know, it could be, it could be, I don't know, because the, because the reason, one of the reasons they didn't want to, the others didn't want to explain it, there's what we keep them on, is because it says, Kibichet Oymes, he died by his sin, implying it was a private sin. This was a sin which, right? It could well be, it could well be that you could say, I don't know if that's what he would say, is, it doesn't mean Dafka him as opposed to others, it means but because of his Madrego, as well as there. They were all on that, that Madrego, and that's why it was held against them. And on such a Madrego, you can't, uh, the smallest. Uh, can, can, I, can I try again with the question, even though I got the history wrong? So finally, if, it, if this was at the time of the Raglan, again, they hadn't been over any um, of 
conclusive autosorum by trying to reach Hashem. All they did was say, we want to take a faster route. That's not being, that's not setting up an autosorum. Correct. But, which is why there's or no... Or urging an autosorum. Absolutely. And that's, that, that's possible. I'm rushing. It's not such a major threat. So there's nothing wrong with, it, with us, with us uh, publicizing it. Again, why did the Terry cover it up? Good question. But, look, I mean, didn't cover it up. The Terry didn't bother telling us what it was, right? Maybe because it wasn't something which stood out. It was, he was, uh, you know, there were m- many people. But, um... Soft call soft, it was, there was something wrong though. Yeah? yeah. Call it everyone as Chachomim, you know, Moshe Avinu told them, don't go, and they had mm-hmm. their, even when you're coming on the Lashim Shemayim, as you said, if the leaders tell you this is not the right time. It says Mephush in the Torah that Hashem said to Moshe that they should uh, have to travel in the, in the Midbar. Uh, I think it's Mephush in the Torah, I mean, you can correct me on this. So, the people, these, these people didn't accept that this that Moshe had had, had been instructed by Kadosh Baruch Hu. They, 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 they were saying, "Well, this is we're just hearing it from you." They're not. They weren't. There was again. Again, it's 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 a similar sort of thing. I mean, the the Master Rosh Hashiva says the Master Rosh Hashiva says that that that's the thing with the with the. Um, um, is that your son's name after? Huh? Is that your son's name after? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think it's your side. So it's around that. I'm not mistaken, but. Um, the his so he, he he said that that was with the Chet Ha'egel. He says, what did they do wrong? At the end of the day, Moshe Rabbeinu said, I'm going to be back in forty days. They made the Cheshbon, and according to their Cheshbon, they honestly had the Soton Soton. Uh, right, we learned the Soton. He says, if Moshe Rabbeinu tells you something, similar similar to what I said in the show yesterday, right? This is this is on a completely talking about Moshe Rabbeinu here, and it doesn't fit with your Cheshbon. It means that you've made a mistake. If Moshe says, I'm coming back, he's telling you the Devar Hashem, he will be back. So it doesn't fit. No, there must be something wrong with your with your with your uh, your cheshbon. So it's, a, it's a bit it's a bit like uh, again, again it's a similar sort of thing is is um, Rav um, I forget his name now. The, the Rosh Hashiva of Teras Moshe brought out brought out a book uh, Torah on Science. And his basic theme in there is, I heard from, from somebody about the speech of his well, is basically the whole thing is his whole theme, and, he, and he's very, very well versed in science. He's not somebody who's coming just extremely intelligent. Uh, right? He's a, a talented of, of Salavetche, uh, in fact, uh, a, I think a nephew possibly as well, something like that. Somehow related. And uh, his basic theme is like this. He says, when there's a conflict between science and Torah, one of a few, there's one of about two or three possibilities. Either we've misunderstood the Torah, or we haven't, or we haven't understood science properly, or both. Chazal are not wrong. Simple as that, right? They're not wrong. Why? Because they're speaking the Devarsha. If there's something wrong, okay, it could be we've misunderstood this. Could be we've misunderstood that. Could be we've misunderstood both. But Chazal are not wrong. When once they speak Devarsha, it's not that they're infallible, by the way. There's a there's a there's a difference. You find in the Gemara. Right? But once it's signed the seal sort of thing, that was, you know, the Chasim HaSatam, that's the Debashem. So, that was perhaps the Taina there, was if Moshe Aminah says it, we don't question. And that's it. So the Gemara says, continues on, Kayitze Vadova, similar to this, we find, Atoemi, you say, Vayichar Af Hashem Bon, and Hashem got angry with them, Vayirach, and he went away. This is the, at the end of Parshas Baha'a when Miriam, Aaron and Miriam, um, spoke, I don't want to use the word bad mouth, but about Moshe Rabbeinu in terms of, right, is he any greater, you know, with, with uh, the, the story with, 
with um, Tzipayro, right? With the uh, elder of the Maidon, Misnabe in Bamachane. And then she said something, and Miriam and Aaron said perhaps something which was a little derogatory about Moshe Rabbeinu. wasn't meant as anything derogatory. And obviously it was the Torah she meant it, and it was only her brother, and she loved her brother. Sof kol sof, because of Miriam's Madrigal, there was a lesson for us all to be learnt about the power of Losh and Horror. Right? What does it say in the Pasuk? And Hashem got angry with them, and he went away. Who got Saras, by the way? Anyone remember from Baharis? Who, who got Saras? Miriam. What about Aaron? Doesn't say. It says that Aaron turns Miriam, but Miriam with Saras, Kashode. She was, Miriam with Saras. What's the last of the Pasuk there? You've got. says, Aaron turns to. Right? And then Aaron turns to Miriam, Aaron and Miriam, and then he goes and asks Moshe Avinu to intercede. The Aaron also got Taras. That's the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. So Amal Rabbi Yudah Mesiras. Once again, Rabbi Yudah Mesiras turns to Rabbi Akiva. Akiva, veikach or veikach. Either way, out to ask this in Either way, you're going to have to give them for what you've just done. Im kidvorecho. If you're right that Aaron got was smitten with Saras, last narrow line. Haterah kisato. The Torah covers it up. The Atom Megalosa. And you're revealing it. It didn't want. Obviously, the Torah had a reason for covering it up. And you're revealing it now. Bimlav. And if not, Atom Mitzilaz Alisadi. If you're wrong. If Taka Aaron wasn't submitted to Saras, you're being mostly Laz, you're, you're, you're besmirching the name of that Tzadik, Aaron Akai. So the Gemara says, okay, Rabbi Yomisir, Rabbi Elohok said bomb. But it does write bomb. It's pretty clear to us that Hashem got angry with both of them. So the Gemara, who Benazifa Ba'almo? That just means Hashem, Benazifa means like, had a go at Aaron. Pushed away a little bit. Doesn't say he was submitted to Saras. Miriam was, was submitted to Saras. It doesn't say, doesn't say Aaron was. Isn't, it's quite strong. It is, yeah. But doesn't say Saras. I think I prefer Vicharav compared to Saras. Saras we know heals after a week. Vicharav could be generation. I mean, we could be real. It can, can be. The Gemara says Nizifo, but if it's just Nizifo, then it can be just pushing away for a, for a time. So. Fine. So the Gemara says, Tanya, we've learned in a. By the way, this time it's going to. Be, it's, I, I don't, Sorry. It, it, it's it's going to be a little more difficult this time, and I haven't really seen those who pick up on it. Um. What's what's going to be Rabbi Akiva's justification this time for revealing it? Let's assume I want to answer that uh, soon, right? Again, you could say there was a toelis in it. Sure, we keep a sort of toelis in it. There's a show multiple trying to explain this soon. Are we saying that the Dazal uh, are trying to avoid Lashon Hara themselves, basically? Well, Taka, Taka, Rabbi Yisrael Salanta asks, how can the, t- the Torah says, you know, it basically tells us, remember what Miriam did, right? So, Achari Sasha, Sasha, Melikah, Kona, Miriam. Isn't that Lashon Hara itself? 
The answer is obvious, but it's not so hard to give the answer that is because there's, there's a toelis. You know the halacha, that if, it, if there's a toelis in what you're doing, right? There's nothing, then, then you're on the contrary. It's, you, you, if, if, for example, if you if you ask shidduchim questions, right? I've probably said this before, I'll say it again, that uh, actually I've got a childhood memory of Rabbi Cooper saying, just before Neila. That's, that's my memory of it, him getting up to speak, and I'm pretty sure that's what, I remember him speaking, I think that was when he said this, and he talked about, he said, that a lot of the people do, when they're, they're asked about, effectively, Shaduchim questions, and they know that the person, you know, the person is violent, or whatever, but they don't, they don't, Losh and Horror. Right? And they let a woman into such, you know, into such a marriage. She says, you're absolutely mechuyot to say. It's a tawadas. It's, it's not a frunkite to stand idly by when you, you know, when there's a tawadas. I mean, that's an extreme. Yeah, but but it's, are, it's, it's a general warning. They don't have to implicate Miriam. No, but there's a tawadas in that. Exactly. Well, everyone, you know, it's cut, well, it's got, got a little bit till the new cycle, but uh, I, can, I can advertise anyway, you know, You'll see that's one of the points he makes. There's a great Torah in telling us as Miriam. Because Miriam had everything, you, all the justifications in the world, didn't she? After all, it was about somebody she loved. There's no doubt about it, she meant it only, only for the good. Who did she tell it to? It wasn't the whole part, it was to Aaron, her brother, who also loved Moshe Ali, who wouldn't misinterpret her words where it was coming from. Right? There's a whole, I think it brings me from the Rabban. And still, don't forget, she was smitten with Taras. Now you may say, so, so I'm not supposed to say, I mean, you just told me it. The point being that, okay, this was on a Madriga, but for us the lesson is, even when you do have to tell Lashon Hara, it shouldn't be with a, with a drive, with an enjoyment for a start, but also only as a last resort. If there's any other way of doing it, we steer, steer away from, uh, from uh, Lashon Hara. And where do we find this? Who do we learn this from? None less than Akkadosh Baruch Hu himself. Rabbi Zahim doesn't say this, but where do I get this from? I think it's one second. I think one of them is the Vilna Gaon one. I'm saying I can't remember. I think I think the Vilna Gaon's one is with uh, the story with with Yonason and David when he shot the arrows, right? You know the story there that that. Uh, they were going to find out for what once and for all did Shol really have something out against uh, you know did he want to kill David so they're going to see it at the Rosh Chodesh meal what happened David HaMelech wouldn't be there and they made a simon to shoot the arrows and if he said the arrows are whatever right onwards then it means David it's time to go and if he said they're near then it means you can come back so what happens fine we know that he discovers that Shol's out so he shoots the arrows yeah, he says, he tells the lads, go, no, they're further on. But then they meet up afterwards anyway, and they have a, they have a very emotional farewell. What was the whole point of this? Just tell him then. I mean, you can, I'm sure you can whisper it in his ear. No one's going to know anyway. Yeah? What's the whole point of this? So I think it's the one that says. He says, not only did he have a mitzvah, a mitzvah to, to, to this, you know, his shoal was Lepim Adrig also, but he was a rotif against David Amelach. You've got to be careful. Shoal Amelach, the Gemara says, you know, you've got to, Lepim Adrig also, he was out to kill David HaMelech. It was a mitzvah to save David HaMelech's life. Not only that, it was a chiyav, absolute chiyav. It's not just a mitzvah, it's a chiyav to tell somebody in such a situation. But if you've got a way of downplaying the Lashon Hora, you don't have to speak it. 
I can do it with a simon, which is also Lashon Hara. Don't think a simon is not Lashon Hara, but it's better than speaking it. Maybe because you've become accustomed to it. But if you can avoid it, even just stamp it, that's what you have to do, says the Vongagon. So it's the Vongagon's fault. And I believe, where, if I could say this, where did, uh, did uh, Yonasan learn this from? From HaKadosh Baruch Hu Bechvodeh Ba'atzma. You know where? The Maishu with Ochon. You know this, the story in Yosh, Sefi Yoshua with Ochon. Ochon took from the forbidden spoils. So when they went out to bat, they went out to bat on and I, they lost, they were losing men. And Yeshua said to HaKadosh Baruch what's, what's, uh, you know, what, why is this happening? So HaKadosh Baruch said, Kum loch, I think it's that one. No more zatzon if I'll put up. I think it's the same one. Because he says somebody's taken from the forbidden spoils. So Yeshua said, "Who?" And the Shmuel said, "I'm not going to tell you." So what did he do? He says, "Get the whole of Klali Yisrael together." Yeah, and they do it with the with the uh, the Urim Atum. and they whittle it down. Which tribe? Which Beisar? Which Mishpach? Then she she's going to reveal the identity anyway. In the end, what's what's the point of all of this? Now, there, there is another possibility. It was to show the power that bring the whole of Klali Yisrael. How, how, you know, you think it's maybe the, it's the whole of Christ? No, it's one shaver. One shaver? No, it's one base up. One base up? No, and it whittles down to show you the chaos of each year. One person, look at what he has. Okay, but, but another possibility is, there's another point in this is, I've got to focus it. I'm not going to tell you. Of course. Again, Ochum was a raiding. But I'm not going to tell you outright. We'll do it through the Urim Tumim. It's an indirect way of doing it. If we can do it indirectly, let's do it indirectly. And that is obviously it's part of the lesson from Miriam was we're talking about somebody on a Madriga wave we can't even begin to fathom. So what exactly with the Taina was there was a Taina there wasn't a Taina whatever her Kavanans were completely pure of the soft called soft the fact there was a Taina the lesson we have to take is that we have to be so so careful even when it seems like okay we've got to speak Lashon read through the Chofetz Chaim seven conditions to fulfill before you can even begin to start, start to start five depending on which situation. There's all the conditions. And a lot of the, quite a few of those conditions are, have you tried any other ways of doing this? Are you sure he's going to, it's going to be in a certain All these sort of things. Are you sure you got the facts right? Are you relying on other people? All the, you've got to be so careful, that's the... Um, there's one other problem. Yeah. If the Polish Baruch had told Yoshua privately, then okay, fine, he would have revealed the name, but then Yoshua could have dealt with it privately. Instead, it was a massive public embarrassment. Maybe, uh, so, no, he it wouldn't have been private anyway because he was stoned. When you stone somebody, it's got to be done in public. Hey, there's a, you, you've got to you got to make an announcement. Anyway, there's going to be an announcement. You could ask that as well. Anyway, there's, there's going to be. We, we do that in, in basements. As uh, let's say Yishma Yirol, Chazal Dash. Yishma, you got to announce that Kalali should take take the lesson. There are other answers. As I said, you, okay, yeah. There's what I mentioned before. There are other answers to it. But that's that's part part of the point. So, so in, in a that's perhaps what Rabbi Sol Salam said. Then, I mean, obviously, it was a Torah, and that's why the Torah is revealing it. Okay, with Aaron, it doesn't. So, so the Gemara says, okay, Tanya commands Omar. We've learned in a brayso like the man, like the one who says, "Af Aaron it's Torah." Also, Aaron was smitten with Torahs. The chesiv is it's written by Yif and Aaron and Miriam, and Aaron turned to Miriam. They named it Torahs, and behold, she was smitten with Torahs. Tana, and it's been taught. What does the Tana say? Shepino Yifen, he turned, means he turned away from his Tzoras. He turned away from his Tzoras. Yeah, in other words, he did have Tzoras, but he turned away from it. Like, just went like that. Aaron did. Yeah. 
So you see there is a, a bryce already. Does that mean he didn't have it for seven days? Correct. Well, or, or the coin didn't pronounce it. Could be, but they, they say the reason is, where did I see this? Maybe, maybe no, it's not the on the Ben Yol. Somebody says the reason is, maybe the Enyakov says that it's because he had, um, and this, this is to do with why it's covered up. It's not covered up, it's because he had the Zuchos and Chazal say, it's a medrash that says that Torah can remove Saras, can sort of protect from Saras. Miriam didn't. Ladies aren't Muslim in, in learning Torah. So hence, she needed to go through the whole process, whereas Aaron didn't. Somebody who says this? So if he did have it, it's not worry that all the tumor, so he's, he's still, it may have physically gone away, but he was still being but as you said, if it was never pronounced, it wouldn't have the laws of Tumor either. So that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, it could be, could be. He's, uh, I'll tell you, I mean, the, 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 the Nyakov says this. He says, even though... I'm sorry, that's, that's a separate point. I don't see, yeah, they're arguing about the phone. It's a Gemara in Erech and Daptesvot. It says, My takam to Shem Sapri Loshon Horah, Yasik Batoiro. And the other one says, No, Dibur Eino Takam. Nothing you can do about it. So he says, according to the one who says that Aaron had Saras, he obviously held a Notakono. Whereas the one who says that Aaron didn't get Saras, because the, the problem is, it does sound like in the Apostle that Vayichabashen bought. So he'll say, yeah, he got Saras momentarily, but it went away because of, because of the Torah or something like that. That's the way he wants to, that's the way he wants to explain it. Let's, let's just push forward a, a little bit more first. Omar um, Ishlokish. So Ishlokish said, Somebody who accuses somebody who is kosher, Loike Bekufa will be smitten on his body. Akashli Ul asks, What do you mean, Akashi Bekshirim? Akashi Pachavera. What's Kashira? You should check out your facts anyway before you start. And also, what's this Loshin Loike Bekufa? Where else are you going to get smitten? What's that Loshin Loike Bekufa? Okay, again. I suppose it's high source, cool source. Oh, well, so we'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll answer. Uh, they speak about it. I want to give one harder which answers all of this. The Chsib is it right? Moshe Abinu said, What's the point of me going to. They're not going to believe me anyway. Kari Sob won't believe me. The Gadiah coming Kutchobrich was revealed before Akkadish Baruchu. Kari Sob would believe him. So Akkadish Baruchu said to him, They are Maminim, the children of Maminim. The Ato ain't safe for Khalahamin. You're the one who's not gonna in the end won't believe. Hey Maminim, they are Maminim, the Khsib is it right? Vayami no om and the people believed. Okay. The Maisa again they question I'm gonna steer away from these questions, but the Marashah, if you want to know the Marashah asks the question here, he says Moshe Rabbeinu's time it was, they won't believe me without a sign. Taka they only believed him after the after the sign. So there's, there's an answer that the, the, he wants to be Madai from Sukim, that they would have believed him without, without the sign as well. They didn't rely rely on the sign. Okay, that's more information than I think in the Marashal. B'nei Ma'aminim, they're the children of Ma'aminim, says Vehemin Ba'ashem, Avraham Avinu, Vehemin Ba'ashem, Ayachshel Ahabit Tzidok, right? You believed in Ashem? But you, Ato Ein Sefer Chod Ha'amin, Shenem Azzez, Yan Lohem Antem Bi, Vegoimah, because you didn't believe in me, Vegoimah, etc. Right? Because of that, how do you know that he, so where do you see he was smitten? Begufo? Mimai did Oka, you know he was smitten. Tikhsib is it right? Hashem said to him, Put 
your hands into your, I suppose your pocket, we'd say, right? And when you take it out, what happens? He was smitten with Saras. Right? So the Gemara goes on. The Gemara says, Cho Omar Rava, said Rava. The Itema and some say, Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Chanino, Mido Teva, Mimaheres, Lava, Mimimidas, Peronis. When rewards, when something good comes, it comes much quicker than punishment. Because when it comes to Midas Peronus, Kisiv it's written, right, when it comes to punishment it's written, by Moshe Rabbeinu took his hand out, and behold his hand was smitten with Saras like snow. Only when he took it out. Right? When it was inside, nothing happened. Whereas, when it comes to the good middle, Ksiv it's written, and he took it out from his pocket, let's say, and behold, it had already returned Kivisoro, like his flesh. It had already returned to its former state when it was inside his pocket. Rashi Alatarubin just made it familiar, right? So you see, it goes quicker that way. That, by the way, is the key to understanding the whole circuit, I believe. I'll explain that as Hashem soon. Okay? But that's the point. It was located a good way, but it comes, the, the middle table comes quicker. Yeah? I'll just put one, one thing, by the way. This, this thing of Chesh Vichshem, located a good way. Yeah, the Maharal says, it's the same sort of thing you find by, by, um, love that located a good way, but Chesh Vichshem is, you have to understand that, and that's really, I suppose, why it's Chesh Vichshem, is, that we find with, with the parasha of Kasha Zoma. Yeah? We say Kasha Zoma, Melu Kasha also. So that means if, if Adam come in and say, this person was Mechal Shabbos, and they can find him guilty, and they say he's Chayef Skida. And then, just before they, they're about to put their guy to death, two other Adam come running in, panting in, you know, are we too late? No, no, nothing's happened yet. There's no way these Adam could have witnessed that. How do we know? Because Emmanuel, Yisam, you were with us on that day, at that time, you couldn't have witnessed it. We're not saying you're wrong. There's no way you could have been witnesses there. Ooh, we check into it. They're right. That's it. They, the Adam Zedman, the, we'll call them the false Adam, they get Skila. But if the Adam run in, right, the Mazimim, they come running in, are we too late? Sorry, he's just been stoned. You say, oh, they missed justice. Right? He was innocent. They were with us on that day. They used to say, it's out of our hands. Shemaim will deal with it, but there's nothing we can do now. It sounds counterintuitive. How does that work? Because Eretz HaKosov says the Maharal because the vault is like this. You have to understand the vault of Kashizomam is you know we've got the concept of conservation of energy. Energy does not get lost. When the Adim come and they create a punishment through their Dibur I think a little bit but we know from Dibur comes Dovar we know the power of speech. We're talking about here the power of speech. Right? Dibur Dobor. Dibur is, comes from Akshava. You express your thoughts. You put it into words. And from those words, you can create matter. Yeah, from energy comes matter, right? Is the... And we know that. A person says, I don't know, Harini Noze. I'm not becoming Noze, by the way. Right? But a person says Harini Noze. And with that, suddenly all sorts of Isurim are, are created. Yeah? This cake should be also that cake. Or it becomes Hector. This cake should be hectic, it becomes hectic. That's the power of speech. So, um, 
Oh, so when a person comes into Beistin, even falsely, they create a Chiyuv Skira in the world. Now that, ha- that can't go to waste. It's either going to go on the Nidon, on the guy they've tried to falsely accuse, or it's going to rebound and hit them in the face. The way he puts it is, he says, if you throw a stone, throw a stone at the wall, one of two things happens. Either it gets embedded in the wall, or it rebounds. And if it rebounds, it's likely to hit the person who threw it. Depending on how well, how well it rebounds. It either gets embedded, or it rebounds. So if they throw this punishment at the Nidon, and it's not successful, because they get discovered before, then it rebounds, and it falls on them. If not, okay, it's an injustice, but what can we do about that? Leave it to Shamayim. There's a reason for it. There's reasons for everything. We can't know the reasons for everything. Shamayim will sort it out. They won't get away with it. That's the book. He says, so too. The same idea. As I'll say, if a person curses, says it's better to be, Gemara in, in uh, Sanhedrin, Mantesim, what Aleph there says, it's better to be from somebody who's cursed rather than be the curser. I don't mean O-R, right? E-R, right? Better to be cursed by somebody else than be the one who cursed others. Why? Says Amara, I'll tell you why. Because if I curse somebody and he doesn't deserve it, the curse won't be effective. So what will happen? He'll rebound. And I'll be the one who's cursed. Because I've spoken. I've spoken against somebody that can't go to waste. So either go on to him, Hashem will say, no, he doesn't deserve it. So he'll rebound. So it's better to be the cursed. If you're innocent, you've got nothing to worry about. Yeah? So he says so too, the same thing over here. Hafish means. can't get a bad name. Huh? It's not possible to get a bad name. What do you mean a bad name? Okay. Well, I don't know about a bad name, but you won't get that. Kalala will not take effect. The punishment, the effects of that dibble will not take effect. It'll rebound. So says the Maharal, it's the same vault over here. You bad mouth somebody and he doesn't deserve it, he'll rebound on you. You wanted to create. A kitruk against him, the kitruk will come against you. Loike begufa, it means on himself. He's kosher, he doesn't deserve it, it'll rebound. That's the way the Maharal explains it. So the Gemara just finishes off now, and, I said, and then we'll try and explain this a little bit. The Gemara just finishes off with one last statement, which obviously is very timely. And the stick of Aaron swallowed up their staffs. Right, this is, we know, in, with Khatumim in Mitzrayim. Says the Gemara, Omer This was a nace within another nace. Now you're looking at what's my a nace within a nace. Let's take a look at Rashi before we make any comments here. Says Rashi, She Right, three lines down. First thing is we said that Aaron was mitzvah Tana says it says Vayifan Aaron. He turned away from mitzvahs. Means Kodam and He he was uh, he got the the, the reform very quickly. This is Moshe Rabbeinu. It was loke begufi. He got smitten with soras. Hainu loke begufi. That's loke begufi. Vayetzio. He took it out. Vayetzio. Achar ayetzio. Only after he took out his hand, then with soras kasholeg, he was smitten with like like snow. Over mid the table. Loke. Huh? Loke. What does it mean? Loke. Smitten. Yeah. That is in Malchus. Comes from the same word. Yeah. Over mid the table with a with a good mid. In other words, reward or. Coming out of punishment, because if it's written, meaning he's already been, Nisrapi, he's already been healed whilst his hand was in his pocket, before he'd even taken it out. And then finally, we said, the fact that Aaron's staff swallowed up the others was a meaning, only after it turned back into a staff, Bola on it swallowed them up, the other staffs, not when it was a serpent. 
So the Uxim, because it's not written by Yivla Tanin Aaron and the staff of Aaron, oh, sorry, the, the snake of Aaron swallowed up the others, it doesn't say that. It says his staff. This was a nes besuch nes. What's the nes besuch nes? So the Marashah understands what that means is because had, the, had it swallowed up as a, as a snake, that would have been a nes. But it wasn't. It was as a staff. It was like a double nes. But that loss of nes besuch nes sounds a bit funny, then. I don't want to call it a nice pursuit, nice. We call it a, a nice ah, nice. See, he gives a shot as well, but the Ben Yoda, like, says, it also seems a little problematic. What's, what's, what's going on over here? What's this nice So the absolute truth is that's not how, I don't know how you understood Rashi, that's not how I understood Rashi. Because one of the cultures they ask, well, maybe the Marashal says, look, it wouldn't be a nice if, his, if the snake swallowed up other snakes, is that a nice? You don't, you don't find such a thing. To my mind, the nice pursuit, nice means, the fact that it turned back into a staff was a nace. It's also a nace, right? I mean, the whole thing of transforming this way and that way is a nace, right? And then that it swallowed up, that's a nace, besuch nace. Again, what's that lotion, nace, besuch nace? Besuch nace. So, let's, let, let, let me begin and see, see if we can begin to, to explain what's, what's going on over here. There, there, there are probably other questions as well. I mean, they ask, what, why did their staffs have to turn back into... Why did the Khartoum have to turn back into a staff? Why couldn't his staff swallow up their, their serpents? So, the, to my mind, the starting point here is in that previous bit of Gomorrah. Why, what's this idea that his hand turned back whilst it was still inside the pocket... But it trans it became Saras when it was outside. And my answer is a very, very short board, but for me this was opened up the whole city. He says you have to understand, because reward comes from the from the, the upworlds, the concealed world. The inside, right? The the uh, the primi, primi, right, the inner, the inner sanctuaries, the Kodesh Kodoshin, figurative Kodesh Kodoshin. Punishment comes from the chitzonius, comes from the outside. Hashem doesn't enjoy that's not from his from his kodesh kodoshim. So therefore, when did he, when his hand turned into saras, that was only by yitzior when he took it out. But when it turned back, that's the good side that came mecheko from inside. That's what the maral says. Okay. Now it may sound like a simple thought, but to my mind, that opened up the whole subject. We're talking about kisato covering up, revealing. So Ras, all these things. This, to my mind, this opens up the sugi. Let me explain to you why. Just tell you a sweet vote to the Benish Khaifa. I mean, it's not a sweet vote. It's a, he says it in all seriousness, obviously. He says, when you talk about it, it says, HaKadosh Baruch said to Moshe Rabbeinu, he said to him, what's the lotion? He said, um, he said, He said, He said, yeah. Put your yad in your chik. What's the chik of Moshe? It's the ship. Take the word Moshe. The hidden part of Moshe is the ship. On them one side, hey, it's the, in, it's the innermost part of Moshe. Add the yad to it. Depends on where you put the yad, obviously. But if you put the yad before the shin, then you get the word Yiddash. Which means Dosh. 
to thresh, to break apart, which to my mind is also going to be very, very significant. Whereas when he said to him, he then said, when he said to him, that's going to turn back, he said, return your hand. But the word Hoshiv also means to turn around, shof, to return. Turn it around now. Now put the shin before the yard. In fact, turn the whole world round. Read it backwards. And you get shin dalad yod. Shakai. It's a shame of Hashem. Yeah? Nice thought, no? Yeah, that's, that's what the, the, the Benish Chai says. And he says it gets even better because he says you have to understand and this is how he explains how he does bring from Nariza but don't worry, we won't get too embroiled into that. He says that that, that, that Soraz comes from being disconnected from Chochmah. I'm sure he means Kabbalistically, but let's just keep it simple. Disconnecting yourself from Chochmah results in Soraz. He says somebody who's Chesh Shem shows, displays a lack of Chochmah. You misjudge the situation. This guy's caution, you thought he was guilty. That's Chesh Shem. You, you disconnected yourself from Chochmah, so Soraz comes along. He says, apparently, he says the name Shakai. And that's why I look at the Gufa, right? But he says that, he says the name Shaka apparently has to do with Chochmah. Has connections to Chochmah, he brings from the, he brings from a Sefer. So that's very nice that Shaka brings it back, that gets rid of the Saras. You're going to see that all of this, I'm going to begin it now, I don't know if I'll be able to complete it. It all, it all really, if you think about it, if you go to the Omekad you'll see it all comes from the same Yisod. This one Yisod we brought out from the Mara, I think explains everything. You have to understand what is Tzoraz? We know that when a person is in the South of Oshan Horror, he's thrown outside the camp. Why is he thrown outside the camp? It's a connected middle. You're creating period within Kalani Israel. You're creating dispersion. You're creating machoikas, divisions. So you're thrown outside the camp. Yeah? But it's a bit more than that. It's because creating division... What, why Tzoraz? Tzoraz comes when the body is disconnected from the Neshama. How do I know that? That's what the... If you think about what the Maharal just said. As long as the hand is inside the pocket. It's inside the panemius. As long as your body is, connect, is connected to your neshama, your panemius, it's good and healthy. But the minute there's a disconnection, what happens? Saras comes along. You put it back, you put it back into the into the into the chik, you reconnect your body to the neshama, and what happens? The neshama keeps sorry, you're fine again. Moshe Rabbeinu takes the staff. The staff, by the way, you know what the staff is? It's a symbol of Torah. I'm not saying it's the Shlachodesh says. That staff, do you know where it came from? It came from the Itzachayim. Shlachodesh says. The Itzachayim, you can't eat them. Came from the Eitzchayim. As long as Moshe Rabbeinu has got it in his hand, Eitzchayim mila machzikim ba. You're holding it. It's a staff. It was the middle of Safar. Huh? It was the middle of Safar. They're going to be. Anyway, they're very different. You're going to have different. Yeah. He throws it down onto the ground. That means he. What happens to it? Turns into a snake. A snake is the symbol of. Well, it's not one. The symbol of of Arctus, It happens of of physicality. Physicality in and of itself. It's a symbol of, of Roshan Horror, isn't it? Tumor. That's what we associate the, the, the serpent with, right? Hashem says to him, Now, grab hold of it. 
changes back into a star. Again, when you reconnect, yeah, that's by the way, you won't overcome the nations as long as there's Rosh Hashanah amongst you. Moshe Rabbeinu Ochin no Da'adov. He said, why are we Mitzrayim? I never understood. Then he sees Dosim Avinu fighting. He says, oh, now I understand. Oh, what do you mean? Because you see two of the Rishonim in Kalali Sola arguing and threatening they're going to speak Lashon Hara. Oh, that's the reason why Kalali Sola in Mitzrayim. Doesn't seem a little far-fetched. The answer is he saw this as a sin in Menashamayim. Why are we in Mitzrayim? The answer is because of Lashon Hara. And to deep it up, it's to do with the Lashon Hara of the Nochash HaKadmeni. That's what it says in Tzvarim, right? It's, it's to do with the Chet of Odom Arishan, which was rooted in Lashon Hara. Yeah? Hence, that's why the staff changed into, into a snake. Paro. The, the whole thing points towards this. Paro. Paro, we're told, is a reincarnation of the Nochash HaKadmeni. Do you know that? Well, now you do. It's in his name. Paro is Osiris Ha'ofo, the, the, the Shloss says. Paro. Spell it backwards. Is it backwards? Huh? It's also Oleg, but it's also Ha'ofo. Slithers through the... It's the Posting in Yechezkel. It refers to him as a, as a, as a snake. Paro. It refers to him as Mitzrayim as the snake. Right? There's no doubt. That's why it's Avigas Perek. Perak. It's all to do with the... Right? It's the smooth talk. It's all to do... There's no doubt about it. It was called Goddess Adibah for a reason. Yeah? And we're replaying it to be Masakin. And Kari so obviously the message says we came out of this chus of not speaking against each other after us by Yechan Shomisom Negadol Ki'ishachol Balei There's no doubt about it. That's, that, that's the theme. And that's what they're being told. When you take hold of your staff, you take hold of the chus of Torah, the code of Yaakov, then you'll overcome the nations, but not before. Just for, just for the seeds bit, they said they wish they had gone back to Mitzrayim. There's massive divisions there. Just before the seeds bit, they said, oh, can't believe you brought the into the Midbar to die. And we wish we were back in Mitzrayim. Not quite. There wasn't Osh and Hara, though. Oh. Right? On the contrary, on the contrary, that's the difference, the difference between Klali Swell and the Umas. Yeah, they point out, because Klali Swell says, Ki Isha Echot Bnei Bechot. When, 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 uh, when Mitzrayim, it says, Mitzrayim Nesea Achareh, says Rashi, they were all joined together, right? Nesea, in the singular. Why? They were Bnei Bechot Ki Isha Echot. Why is it the other way around? Because the Mitzrayim weren't really joined, they weren't such achters. Bnei Bechot, they had one goal, they wanted their money back, they wanted their slaves back. So because of that, they joined together. The proof is, what happens when, uh, I think the Marvin points out, what happens when the sea starts coming, crashing down? Watch it. These ones say, go this way, these ones say, go this way, there's suddenly massive dispersion. They're not united, really. Whereas, we are actually united. There may be disagreements sometimes. You know, Rahman and son, the heart can sometimes have a, a skipper beat sort of thing, can have a, you know, a heart attack or something like that. There can be, but Etzem, we are, we have one heart, we have one goal in life, because we are Kiyosh there's a difference between the two. We have disagreements, sometimes the right Mahalik. We've got one end goal. So the Mele, this, this I, I said, I'm not doing it justice yet, but I just want, I'm just giving the, sort of set, setting, the, setting the way here, is this is going to be, to my mind, is, it's a slightly deeper approach, right? you've got to think a little bit about this, but this is really, to my mind, this is what's going on in the Gemara here is we are talking about going into the Panemius and disconnecting from the Panemius. And if you look through the Gemara carefully, you'll see time and time again that's what's going on. Let me just give you a little bit of a clue into, because the, the difficult one is with Ara. Remember, if a person gets smitten with Saras, and his whole body is smitten with Saras, he's Tahar. Why would that be? 
Again, there's all sorts of machshava already said about it. If you think about it, because if his whole body is smitten with saras, so you're the kohen, you look at this person, you say, what, what makes saras Tommy? is because you look at the person, you say, hey, that patch looks different. There's differences. Oh, there's differences. You look at it and you say, hey, that patch, it looks different to the rest of his body. It stands out. He's disconnected. He's different to the rest of Klaviso. He belongs outside the camp. He's not one of us. He's disconnected from the Neshama. There's an inconsistency here. But if you look at his body and you see the whole body co- is covered in Saras, that can't be, be a similar tumor Because there's no difference. The whole body. If you didn't know what Saras looked like, you'd say, I can't see any difference there. Right? So therefore, but it's Saras. How could that be? The answer is, sometimes the Saras it comes from from outside, from without where you go, right? Outside, but it can also come from within. Hatira Kisato. The Tsaras of Aaron was different to that of Miriam. Miriam, she was cast outside the camp. Right? Aaron was Vayife, turned within. It came from within. His Tsaras, Hatira Kisato, the Torah covered it up. That was Mecheka. And I'll explain to you tomorrow, this was a certain Kayak of Aaron. I'll just give you a couple of points to think about. When Aaron cast the staff, the thing which you, it does not say it turned back into a stick when he took it in his hand. Why not? Moshe had to take it into his hand. Based on what we said today, it should turn back into a staff when he took it in his hand. It doesn't say that. Look at the Pesukim. It doesn't say that. How did it turn back into a staff? Another point to consider is, what's the difference between a Tanin and a Nochosh? When Moshe throws it to the ground, it turns into a Nochosh. Aaron throws it to the ground, it's a Tanin. We all thought they're both a, star- they're both a serpent. The Yochosh says they're not. There's a difference between the two. The Tanin is a serpent which lives in the sea. Maybe a message in that. As, um, I know it's a bit bitty at the moment, but Hashem will try and put it together tomorrow.